Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. He's Tim Bat. I'm Guy Montgomery. And this, well, this is a dumpster. Together, we're best known for watching bad movies too often. But as the world turns to custard, we got a new thing going on. We want to create the world's first ever trillionaire and then swiftly remove the world's first ever trillionaire, dispersing their funds to humanity at large. We're taking your ideas, pitching them against each other until we find one winner. Welcome to Killionaire. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Killionaire Stop TV. Yelling. They're right here. The only television show that has the bravery to fundraise for a billionaire and kill them upon arrival at trillionaire status. I'm Guy Montgomery. I'm Tim Bat. And we are joined by our two ideas smiths. Did you say that this was a comedy project? I didn't. Because oh, I think we have to say that. It is suggested it's a comedy it's a com- it is a comedy project. Serving suggestion. This should be taken with a dollop of humor and laughs because yes. that is how we avoid sentencing. Uh, we are joined in today's exciting episode by Bradney, all the way from America. Hello, Bradney. Hello, guys. You are our first caller to join us from the great outdoors. And can I say what a breath of fresh air that is? Thank you. It's, uh, it's about 70 degrees here. Or as you would calculate it, warm. Thank you. I think that's a much better system math. than a number. Warm. Everyone understands warm. Sure. Not everyone understands seventy, Bradney. But look, I'm not here to pick fights with you. Thank right. you for joining us. We're very grateful to have your company. And Bradney will be pitching against Joe. Hello, Joe. Hi, guys. How Hello. Are you? We're good. Thank you. We're also not entirely convinced that Joe isn't an AI. Um, beautifully rendered with that kind of VHS grade on top. Yeah. You know? Joe, I believe you're joining us from the United Kingdom and you're in the Great Indoors. Could you give us a temperature reading? Is it cold, warm, or hot? It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's good to know. It's nice to have a real sort of temperature-like feel for, for how our pictures are going. You love the temperature, don't you? I just like to know about it. We're in an air-conditioned room. It's the perfect temperature inside, but it's too warm out. Now... <laughs> To kick things off, I'm going to choose a number between 1 and 
26. Always a number with you. Pick something else. Okay, I'm going to choose an animal yes. between mouse and elephant. Yeah, perfect. Uh, whoever guesses with respect to size, the closest to my animal will get to choose the running order for the pitches today. I've written down my animal. Bradney, you can choose first. Pick an animal between mouse and elephant. Mouse and elephant inclusive, by the way. Fer- uh, ferret. Ferret? Ferret. Okay. Yep. And Joe, what would you like to choose? Llama. Llama. Well, my selection was domestic house cat, which I would argue is much closer in size to a ferret. So, Bradney, congratulations. You have won the first part of the show. You get to choose Thank the running you. order. Would you like to pitch first or second? Um, well, I, I think I'm just going to go ahead and dispense with my nerves, so I'll just get mine out of the way. Yeah. Fantastic. Like Love where your head's at. Uh, Joe, we will now mute okay your microphone. Joe. It doesn't need to be okay with Joe. That's the beauty of choosing the right animal. It's the beauty of winning. You dictate the terms. Can I say this? I know she can hear us. It's true. Fuck Joe. Hey. This is Bradley's time now. I can't mute someone and then say, hold on, Joe. I'm going to unmute you so you can <laughs> yeah, respond. Joe, you've got right of response. <laughs> Talk your shit. Uh. That's all right. I was just going to say, you're a real piece of shit, Michael. <laughs> yeah, okay. oh. Very much. Really walked into that one. Okay, Bradley, the floor <laughs> is yours. Your pitch may begin whenever you're ready. Well, uh, it's nice to see you, gentlemen. Um, uh, today I'm coming to you uh, on the front lawn of Forest Lawn Cemetery in Glendale, California, part of Los Angeles. <laughs> and uh, as you can see, it is beautiful out beautiful front lawns holy hell and uh this is the final resting home of uh several celebrities and also uh various wealthy individuals so i thought it would be good inspiration for this conversation today um but while it is in fact undeniably beautiful here rest assured gentlemen that the world is in crisis we are living in trying times right now uh democracy is under threat globally the earth itself is falling apart there's a new space race that seems to be only relegated for the ultra elite and wealthy of the world. And also, we constantly seem to be in need of a tasty bite that we can carry along on our busy day-to-day lives. Well, I have a solution for all those things. It's an old-fashioned community-style raffle, but for the entire globe. It's a raffle on which every, partic- every person on the planet can, can submit as many times as they like, buy as many raffle tickets as they like, and it brings together several of the world's wealthiest individuals who will act as patrons or sponsors for an individual to be selected to go into outer space. It's nothing exciting, it's just something that everyone always wants to do. And the individuals being brought together are Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg, the wild card of Warren Buffett, who oh. won't actually be participating in this, he's going to send his avatar, David Hasselhoff, selected by Warren Buffett. So that brings it all together for the Bez Musk Zuck Buffhoff extravaganza. A globally televised uh, special uh, where there will be entertainers of various stripes um, from around the globe. It'll be a worldwide television event uh, and during which the, the winner will be chosen. So each participant uh, pays $100 for a chance in the raffle. It's unlimited, the number of uh, tickets you can buy for this raffle. Uh, Each purchase of a ticket does come along with one free Big Bite hot dog from the extravaganza sponsor, 7-Eleven. 
So the, the selection will be made on this live televised event, uh, bringing together all the billionaires. Um, you get to choose who your raffle ticket money goes to. Um, so all the millions and millions and millions, if not possibly a billion tickets sold uh, worldwide, that money will then be selected and funneled to particular billionaires. Now, I haven't quite done the math on this, but my guess is that the stock evaluation alone from whoever, uh, whichever billionaire gets the most tickets purchased in their name will probably push them close to the trillionaire point, if not well over. Um, and then during this, uh, I think what I've arrived at so far, and this is where things get a little dodgy and sketchy because while I'm simultaneously proposing a globally televised event to bring the world together for that great chance to escape the bounds of the gravity of the blue marble that we all hold so dear, but yes, still want to get the hell away from. Um, I'm also outlining some sort of plot to kill the person in a somewhat surreptitious manner. So I'm thinking that it might just be, we might have to, and this, I think you guys are gonna have to like edit this out or something for legal reasons, because now I'm proposing how we're gonna do this. And I'm thinking about contacting and fomenting some uh, outrage and like a, some sort of like extreme environmental activist terrorist group um, that will plot to kill the winning participant. Now, I think also as part of the global televised event sponsored by 7-Eleven, um, there's going to have to be something in there where the winning billionaire is going to look dead eye into the camera and uh, take a drink from a uh, super big gulp. Mm -hmm. I think having that laced with some sort of poison where the person then dies on live TV and if it's possible, spend some time and money, do some research and see if we can get a poison that intentionally causes the, uh, the poison to, uh, I don't know, jerk wildly, like some sort of comic dancing fashion and maybe make like smirks and uh, horrible facial uh, contortions that somewhat approximate uh, like a tongue in cheek, you know, like goofy, sarcastic look. Um, all while dying. And um, yeah, gentlemen, that's that's my pitch. Wow. Okay. Bradney, first of all, thank you. Second of all, you got a dark heart, brother. You want to find a poison that specifically causes uh, this trillionaire to convulse on live television as they're dying and manipulate their face in a way mm -hmm. where they have a, a smirk, did you say? That would be your preference? Yeah, like a smirk or like some sort of like, you know, like really campy, sarcastic, you know, like over the top acting, could, you know, like you a guffaw or something like that. A guffaw. Could you uh, represent that face for us now using your own? Something something like that, roughly. Thank you. Know? you. Like, I, I've, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. think of uh, some, it's somewhere between like Kurt Vonnegut and like early Jim Carrey movies, you know? <laughs> I, I, I think I get the broad strokes with which you're painting. Uh, now, yeah. first of all, I've got to say this, Bradney. First outdoor um, correspondent or person to pitch, and to do that from an elite cemetery, it's a real touch of class. It adds a certain je ne sais quoi, mm, yeah. uh, the likes of which we, we, we've not, I mean, people have been putting a lot of time and energy into these, but to physically relocate yourself, to the resting place of whoever gets to a trillion dollars. Yeah. That's sensational. It's hot shit, Bradney. I like that you've given it a catchy name, the Bez Musk Zuck Buffhoff Extravaganza. 
I think that alone is going to generate a lot of interest, which in turn is going to sell a lot of tickets. Can, can I try one punch up though? Can you have you written it down? Oh, please do. Uh, where yeah. is it? Here. Okay. Get, let me pitch you on this. Let me re-pitch you, Bradney. What if we called it uh, the Bayes Musk Zuck Buff Hoff Off? Oof. Now that that just put the polish on that that huge piece of excrement. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. You can um, polish a turd. Uh, nice, I mean, nice job. I I like so basically the the main means of fundraising here is through the sales of these raffle tickets. That is correct. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. hold on. Because the, the, there was a tertiary aspect, yeah. or a secondary aspect to this, which was, so you believe we're going to make public, um, you buy a raffle ticket, you get to attribute it to whatever contestant you want. That information is put into the public eye. And I believe you said that we would expect that public confidence to filter through into the stock performance of these people. So if Elon's in front, yes. um, Tesla's stock will rise up. Obviously, Elon is the chief holder of Tesla stock, so his net wealth shoots through that trillion uh, glass and ceiling. We, we, would, we would need a stock watcher to keep an eagle eye on the evaluation of these different companies because, you know, as soon as we... Yeah, if, if only there was a real-time tool that analyzed the stock market tickers well, of every company. If only something like that existed. We can dream. Sorry, Bradney, over to you. I, I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of, like, rollout to this and a lot of advertising, you know, drumming up support. And it, since it's going to be such a huge worldwide event, I think, you know, I think um, being able to, like, keep track of, like, what patron is receiving the most votes per raffle ticket would be rolled out in advance. And so we're kind of all have an eye on it and exciting, like, who's going to win this race? Is it going to be Bezos? Is it going to be Zuckerberg? And so I think we'll have an idea in advance, and it could happen well in advance of the actual raffle drawing date. I see. So, And also, I've got a question. The raffle, it costs $100 to enter the raffle. What do you win as a ticket holder? Like, what's in it f- to buy a ticket? So here's the thing. You get the chance to go to space. So I the, feel like you failed to mention that, Brittany. Are you just adding this ad hoc? No, no, no. No, no, no. That's the original conceit. Oh. Uh, you're buying raffles, uh, raffle tickets for the opportunity to go to space. Oh, okay. Now, you get to pick who the money goes to in reference to like who your patron saint to send you into space okay. is. If you believe in Bezos' vision to go to space, if you believe in mm-hmm. Zuckerberg's vision mm-hmm. to go to space, that's how you attribute who the money goes to. But you yourself are buying the ticket for an opportunity to go to space. Now the stock bit makes more sense to And me. also, also you're compensated You're compensated by a, a coupon for one free big bite hot dog from 7-Eleven. Sorry, I did forget about that. You did mention that. The 7-Eleven oh, so I thought, seemed important. I thought everyone who bought a $100 raffle ticket got the free hot dog. That's just for the winner? No, 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 no. You, you get, yeah, every ticket comes with a hot dog. So oh, if you great. spend $1,000, you, yeah. you get 10 free big bites from 7-Eleven, which is, you know, very tasty to be Tasty, portable meal, you know. It's, it's, i got to say, at $1,000 for 10 of them, it's not great value for money. But what I like is we've got 7-Eleven as the prime sponsor. And so the winner, mm. the patron saint of the winner, will then, as a promotional tie-in, that's when you have them slurping on the big gulp. That's when you see them on camera. That's yeah. when they do that iconic face as they go right. downhill. I'm wondering whether or not, because like you said, we do leave a paper trail. If we reach out to one of these environmentalist activist groups or, you know. The By the way, can I offer up um, Extinction Rebellion? 
I yep. feel like their hat's in the right place, but those guys are mm. messy bitches. Well, this maybe is, they could be co-opted so easily. If, if we do that, we leave a paper right. trail. What if we make the promotion of the event broadly antagonistic enough that they are motivated to act of their own free will? Too risky? I think that's... Is isn't that what Brandy well, said? Well, I, I, I think it leaves a lot of... It, well, I, I think it leaves a lot of variables. Um, I think, you know, having some sort of inside person to go and foment directed hate with a directed method of death at a specific time, I think that secures the greatest like uh, outcome for Killionaire TV. Well, so we need to be specific yeah. and prescriptive. I have no further questions for you. I think we've taken enough of your time. Joe has been waiting very patiently, so we will now put Bradney on moot, mute. Man, having a really hard time getting my words out today. And Joe, thank you for waiting. How are you feeling? That's okay. Yeah, good. Thank you. Okay. Well, the floor is now yours. We're very excited to hear your big idea. Okay. So for my scheme to get someone to be a trillionaire, the frosty fellas are going to space. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at Jeff Bezos here and his Blue Origin Space Tourism Company. Mm-hmm. And we're going to push that over the over the trillion dollar mark. So Fantastic. I see you guys as trendsetters, really. I mean, it's quite a few years ago now. You started a little podcast called yeah. The Worst Idea of All Time. And now, 2022, everyone's got a podcast. That's Coincidence? Right. I don't think so. <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys, start a trend. You get the Patreons behind you and get your first ticket. And you record a podcast in space. And then everyone's doing it. You know, you're such trendsetters. So this is a big boost to the space tourism economy. There's, you know, hundreds, thousands of these a year now. And that's that's going to push Bezos over the edge mm-hmm. into being the world's first trillionaire. And then the assassination plot kind of goes hand in hand. Because then he's so delighted at being the world's first trillionaire that he decides to throw a party in space. Oh. And the Frosty Fellas are the guests of honor because you kind of started the whole trend off. You got him there. So he's grateful. So you have a really nice party in space. It's very exciting. You're all in a room slash capsule together or whatever it is. And then you guys decide to present, as the world's first trillionaire, you decide to present him with a trillionaire's award. And this is beautiful award it's quite a sort of spiky sharp kind of glass steel design to the award right it looks lovely but it's you know it's quite pointy and also dipped in an undetectable poison (laughs) (laughs) so as you are presenting the award to bezos you sort of just nick his hand a little bit as you're handing it over and then you sort of pile on the Kiwi apologies like oh so sorry like you didn't mean to and he's like you know no worries you all have, get on with the party everyone said have a good time you carry on through the course of the evening he seems to be sort of stumbling about a bit slurring everyone's just like he's excited he's the world's first <laughs> trillionaire he's just having a good time no worries and then yeah also you're in space I mean, whose jurisdiction is that under? Nobody's. So no worries there. And yeah, by the time you get back down to Earth, Bezos is defeated. 
money's transferred to you and you can ride off into the sunset and grab a coffee with Coffee Guy. Think of yeah. your next diabolical plan. Wow. Thank Joe? you so much, Joe. Thank you. Okay. And can I say, first of all, it is so nice to finally get credit for... The, being the trendsetters that well, we are. Well, you know, it's difficult <laughs> for us to be the people to say it, but obviously before we started podcasting, it wasn't where it is today. So thank you, Joe. Thank you for identifying that, Joe. You're welcome. Well, the, that's just how I see it. The key to winning any contest is to identify who the judges are and massage their egos. <laughs> <laughs> I have found... Joe, also, if I'm not very much mistaken, you run the um, Guy Montgomery Out of Context uh, Twitter account, right? <laughs> yeah, nearly. <laughs> yeah, no context Guy Montgomery on Twitter. Yeah, that's it. Well, you know. How's the account going? How many people following that? Oh, a few. It goes up a few every time Guy shares something, so thanks for that, Guy. <laughs> Well, I, I'm really patting myself on the back when I do it. So <laughs> thanks, thanks to you, Joe. I. Uh, well, I, I mean, look, it's a very simple idea. and it, Space podcast. It hinges almost entirely on the popularity of podcast in space. And look, to be honest, I I don't see an issue with that. I think if we start podcasting pod, podcasting. in space. Yeah, pod podcasting in space. In space. Pods, in yeah. space yeah. Imagine if we got Tim Curry on the first episode. That'd be so good. Yeah. So I think that works. I really like, I mean, I'm interested in the killing of Jeff Bezos because as you say, if we're in space, it feels like it's outside of traditional jurisdiction. We're and in international waters, baby. And I love What happens in space stays in space. I love any plan that involves international waters, frankly, because I, I feel like this is a, a, a legal landscape no one really understands, and we're all kind of making up our own version of what how, international waters means. It, it also sort of it elevates the space mace. Because it's like the we space can, mace. Oh, the space mace for the winner of the space race. Is oh, that not yeah, what we're right. awarding Jeff Bezos. It sounds like this a space mace, poison, <laughs> steel, and glass thing. Like it sounds like we could just kill him. Yeah, with the mace. But instead, we're poi- <laughs> we're just very gently poisoning him with the mace. It's a beautiful Trillina as award. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. to bludgeon him would be uh, too, too naked, too obvious. Yeah, he's probably got security. Do, can I ask, is there a poison you have in mind that we've dipped this mason or is that still to be created? Well, I think that was um, once you've got the revenue for the first couple of space flights before before the sponsorship money takes over on that front, you can then s- divert your attentions and the Patreon so fund money to R&D yeah. on this poison. <laughs> we splinter some of the Patreon money into researching poisons. It does feel like we are slightly putin-esque yeah and a pretty big paper trail of just exactly what we're up to i like you know i like that you're playing to our egos and in turn you're funneling our egos into playing into jeff bezos's ego you understand how the world works this is how you take down men yeah you you tell them you tell them they're awesome you're doing great and then you stab them with a trophy that's laced with poison everyone knows that how many people do you imagine are going to be at the space party um, I think like not so many that it doesn't feel exclusive, but still enough to be a good atmosphere. Who's, um, who's, I'm not sure. Sixty-eight people. And who like what sort of caliber correct, of guests yeah. are we talking? Like uh, you know, are we going to be mixing and mingling with the universe's best and brightest? Yeah, well, I don't know. Whoever Jeff Bezos' friends are, some famous people, some guys that you don't have never seen before, but they're really rich. <laughs> a couple of mix of mix of those in there. <laughs> 
This is a question for both of you. Do you think that Mackenzie would turn up, his ex-wife? Are they like on good terms? No. Or? I think I don't think he's inviting her to his trillionaire party. Yeah. I think okay. he's, he's probably he's probably okay. going to be on the pull. Yeah, I that's think, true. Um, <laughs> like I, I don't I don't know that there's a huge amount of animosity between them. This is all total speculation, obviously, but I, I feel like um, you know there's there's they've they've done a lot together so there's probably some beneath you know the hurt that they've caused one another currently there's a still a begrudging respect perhaps i feel like guys should be doing the counseling sessions i would love to i would i mean no one's pitched this yeah but guy the um relationship therapist well i would love to get in between jeff and mckenzie and say guys let's figure this out for the kids yeah and the kids are earthlings all us humans okay Joe, I don't have any questions. I understand your plan. I get it. Mm. So I think at this point, unless Guy's got anything no, pressing. No further questions. We the might... only thing that's left to do is mute everyone's microphones, including our own, to the ears of Joe and Bradney, while Tim and I rigorously discuss the merits of both ideas and adjudge a winner. So thank you very much for your pitches. We'll be with you shortly. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to, so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. Okay, we're on mute. First things first. To go to a cemetery for Killianir? Yeah. Is brilliant. I know. I don't know if that should like Colour count the, I, towards no, the no, eventual it, winner, but it does show you know it's a pro move, a level of commitment. We've got two plans, um, a like and kind, in fair Verona where we lay our scene. Space. 
Poison. Starcross Lovers. Yeah. There's similarities to these, you know? Well, one of the... No, what I, but Space is the only similarity, because to me... And Poison. Yeah, Poison. Because in the 7-Eleven yeah, yeah. Super Big Gulp, there is Poison. And on the trophy... We don't even know what Poison is. Poison. It feels like there's similar Poisons, because in the 7-Eleven Big Gulp, he does the face... Yeah, and in the in the space mace poison, he sort of like starts stumbling around. He gets a bit woozy. Yeah, feels like he's getting woozy both times. I'm imagining Jeff also wins in the raffle. Um, look, they're different in that one of them hinges on us going to space and making a podcast. Huge outlay of time and commitment for us, but also could be pretty cool. Bit of fun. Breaking. The other one hinges on enough people having enough hundred dollars to inflate. Both in reality and artificially, the capital of one of these guys' companies to that trillion dollar mark. Do you think that people at large at the moment have great enough confidence they won't be, say, exploded upon launch for these billionaires' space programs? Like, do you think people trust the rockets enough? Well, okay, well, I'll put it to you right now. If you could go to space on a Blue Origin flight for $100, would yeah. you do it? If someone paid me $100, I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it if wouldn't oh, trust okay. those, I wouldn't trust those rockets yet. Well, whose technology are we using to go to space to podcast? Um, NASA's. Well, do you trust NASA? No, it's no. It sounds like it's Blue Origin because it's a Bezos. Oh yeah, that we're doing on that one. So in one in one instance, you need to be paid a hundred dollars to go to space, and the other one, you're voluntarily going to space to podcast. It's psychological, isn't it? Because I feel like if we're being put in space to podcast, more people are like doing the safety checks and the engineers are giving a shit. You think? Whereas if it's a raffle, to me it feels more janky. Oh, no, Maybe no. I'm just putting my head into like a kind of circus fairground. Uh, yeah, atmosphere. I think you are in a circus ground because if it's a raffle, do you know how many like times they have to test that? Because if all eyes are on this raffle, yeah. everyone is watching the one person, you know, the Charlie Bucket experience, they've got the golden ticket, they're going to space. Yeah. I think that there's, I mean, I, look, I'm, I'm less interested in space confidence and I'm more interested in consumer confidence. Do you think that enough people are going to spend enough hundred dollars to, to, to make this raffle They do get while? a free hot dog. They do get the hot dog, yeah. You forget about that. I mean, that partnership with 7-Eleven is just class, isn't it? Yeah. What is your gut telling you? I like the 7-Eleven brand tie-in a lot. It's uh-huh. like a sleepy giant that... I think in years gone by, someone could have foreseen into the future a dystopian reality where 7-Eleven was a megacorp that whoever owned it was a billion or trillionaire, but like it didn't happen. We forked in a different direction where we followed our Mm -hmm. tech virgin nerd lords into this NFT-filled fucking garbage space of a reality. Well, so keep keep talking though. Like what are you favouring? Well, on that basis, Brad, and also Braden, he's got um, he's got a certain energy to him um, that I like. Yeah, I like both of these contestants' energies actually. Joe's very charming. She's very cheeky. She told you you're a big piece of shit after you took a bite out at her. You like that? It's good stuff. I'll tell you. I think I'm very torn. I'm very torn. I'm on the fence. I think I'm I'm just slanting towards Joe because I just feel like anytime the basis of the plan is relying on people to put funnel their own money in like you know there's there's both leaps of faith and logic in both of these ideas but there's something about asking people to pay $100 for a raffle I know that they're getting a free hot dog but even then like when you buy a raffle you don't think you're going to win 
and a big part of the yeah the, the risk reward is like you know but I'm willing to part with ten dollars for the chance that's I might that's true hundreds to a hundreds but it needs to be a hundred because that's how you know you need to sell a lot of tickets okay to to raise the money you've convinced me do you want to tell them I, I can will. if you want it's up to you I'll do it I'll do it I'll do it I got it I can do it I can do it. Hey folks! Hey, welcome back! Thanks Bradney. for the beautiful yeah. shot of the um, water feature while we were waiting, Bradney. Were you wearing sunglasses before? Uh, no. Wow. No, I was trying to be professional before. Now well, I don't give a shit. Yeah, but now you're ice cold, baby. Well, you guys, we loved both of these pictures a lot. We like that they are both revolving around space, a, a subject of great fascination for our billionaires. Hopefully, come trillionaires, uh, Bradney. The raffle, the Seven Eleven tie-in, the poison in the big gulp, and to be honest, most of all, those free hot dogs. Uh, really, you know, they took us on a journey, and we can really see a lot of potential in the idea. Joe, obviously, the pat on the back, the idea of us, you know, podcasting in space being enough to drive others to do the same, We're and trend inflating setters. the value of Blue Origin. We are trendsetters. We like that, and the space mace for the space race. I know that that's not what you called it, but it's what your idea. You know, somewhere in the ether called it. Uh, it's great. And look, it was really tough for us to choose, but basically it came down to what do we think has a more realistic chance of happening? And Bradney, this will shock you, but we think us podcasting in space is going to get a lot of other people on the wave. There's a lot of podcasts in the world since we started. We just had a bit of an issue with the $100 price point for a raffle. We don't know how many consumers actually have that kind of walking around money to put in. And so that is why in this episode, Joe, you have had the winning pitch. Congratulations. Yay, thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. So Joe, would you like to, to say anything now that you've won? Oh, just thank you very much for the opportunity to pitch. And I take no legal responsibility for this idea. You'll be taking quite a lot. Bradney, <laughs> uh, anything to say? You know, we commiserate with you. Obviously, we had judged you the, the, the loser today, but we also, our heart goes out to you. You put a lot out there. It was a great idea, and you really traveled to a cemetery for this. How are you feeling? Uh, well, you know, it's funny. I just changed the price point, <laughs> like, about 15 minutes before I pitched, solely so I could hopefully work out the math, and that was probably, taking the math seriously, probably my downfall. Oh, Bradney, what was the original... Ticket price of the raffle? $5. $5. Do you know what? Would have fucking done it. I, I would have said, no, I think five's too low. I would have split the diff. I think you can get in there for 15 or like $40. Or like, I just think five is too low. Like, it's it's, div it's difficult to find the right price point. But, you know, I like that you're thinking yeah. about it. And uh, I really like the idea. Thank you so much for the time that you both put into this. We really appreciate it. Uh, Bradney, we'll be seeing I'll, you. I'll tweet at you guys when the show is on. Yeah, yeah, we'll be seeing you when we see you in Because it's, go, we'll it's going ahead. It's still going oh, ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't wait to buy a ticket. I don't care if they're $100. I'll invest, man. I want one of those hot dogs. Uh, congratulations to you both. We look forward to seeing you online. And, Joe, your idea will be proceeding to the winner's circle. Otherwise, too many congratulations. Uh, I'd just like to congratulate Joe. And I'd like to say to Bradney, um, you know, don't let the man get you down don't don't get over encumbered by math i think that's the moral of today's episode i think it feels like tim's calling me the man there and it was intended as a put so. down but yeah. to be described as the man is actually kind of cool In all right high school when we used to call someone the man it meant that they were the best bye so, everyone this is the best signing off bye <laughs>